Hey, what's up everybody? This is DJ Martin, church pastor here at Parker Ford Church. It's great to have you with us today, whether you're a member at Parker Ford or just watching this online. It's good to have you with us as we continue our midweek teaching series through the Sermon on the Mount that we've called A Path Forward. Today we'll be in Matthew chapter 7. We're getting towards the end of the Sermon on the Mount here. And we'll be in verses 7 to 11, and we're calling this teaching Ask, Seek, and Knock. Last week, we took a week off of this series to focus on the election and just giving some encouragement um, around that. This week, we're going to jump back in to the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 7. Before we get to today's text, let's pause and pray, and then we'll get into the text. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your faithfulness and goodness in our lives. Um, no matter what's happening in the world no matter what the experiences are that, that we're having in our own uh, individual lives, they don't change who you are in eternity. And so we rest in you today, and we pray that you would speak to us through this word, and we pray it and believe it in Jesus' name. Amen. So Jesus offers us a path forward. That's been the whole premise of this series. Through the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is offering us an alternative way of living here on earth, uh, believing that his kingdom is at hand. And he offers us a path forward out of partisanship, out of the chaos, out of, out of the traffic jam that our culture is in. And today we're going to be looking at how he offers us a path forward out of unchecked materialism. He offers us a path out of self-righteousness asceticism. So you have like unchecked materialism on one end and you have this sort of self-denial, self-righteous asceticism on the other um, end of the spectrum, both of which can be unhealthy. And he offers us a path forward into deeper relational connection with the Father. So the text we pick up in Matthew 7 verse 7, he says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it will be opened. Now this passage literally means if you ask and keep on asking, if you seek and keep on seeking, if you knock and keep on knocking, then you will find the door will be opened and so on. So Reverend Eric J. Alexander talking about this passage, he says literally translated, it would read, keep on asking and it will be given to you. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and it will be opened to you. It's not a once and done request. He goes on to say all three verbs are present imperatives and it is likely that they are much more than just a repetition of the same idea. Rather, I think the three commands ask, seek, and knock are a progressive intensification. Repeatedly asking requires perseverance, and still more, so does continuous seeking, and persistent knocking suggests an intense desire for entry. So as we look at this passage in Matthew 7, ask, it's like a simple request, and then it's intensified in the next statement, seek, and you will find and knock and it will be opened for you. And you can sort of see the progression. You have someone who's asking a request and continually asking. Then you have someone who's seeking and searching, continually seeking and searching. And finally, you have someone who's knocking on the door, even pounding on the door, asking that it would be open, that they can come in. Jesus says, for everyone who asks and keep on asking, receives. And the one who seeks and keeps on seeking, finds. And the one who knocks and keeps on knocking, the door 
will be opened. He goes on to say in verse 9, Or which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? In Luke, uh, Luke directly connects this statement with his version of the Lord's Prayer in Luke chapter 11. This is where the disciples come to Jesus and say, Lord, teach us how to pray. And then Jesus responds with, with another version of the Lord's Prayer. And immediately afterwards in Luke, he says, if you who are evil know how to give good gifts, how much more does your father? So here Matthew is recording the same teaching. If, if we who are evil and fallen and broken people know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more, Jesus says, will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? We've been tracking with Sky Jatani's little devotional, What If Jesus Was Serious, which is a devotional through the Sermon on the Mount, as well as The Divine Conspiracy by Dallas Willard throughout this series. And Sky Jatani says about this passage, asking others for what we need or want is difficult for two reasons. First, it requires being honest and vulnerable about our intention. We must risk exposing ourselves to the rejection of others. Second, asking is difficult because it affirms the dignity and status of the other person as our equal or our superior. superior. In other words, asking requires humility. If we learn to ask for what we need with honesty and humility rather than scheming for it, Jesus says we will discover a far better way of life with both God and others. In other words, As children of the living God, as children of the Father, we don't need to scheme how to get the things that we feel like we're lacking or needing. We can ask. We can seek. We can knock. The Lord desires to give good gifts. And this isn't a prosperity teaching. What this is is a relational teaching, which is where I want to bring in Willard's um, quote from the Divine Conspiracy. He says, I believe the most adequate description of prayer is simply talking to God about what we are doing together with him. That immediately focuses the activity where we are, but at the same time drives the egotism out of it. Requests will naturally be made in the course of this conversational walk. So when we're walking and conversing with God naturally, part of that is going to be asking for the things that we need. Give us today our daily bread. Willard goes on to say, prayer is a matter of explicitly sharing with God my concerns about what he too is concerned about in my life. Let me read that again. Prayer is a matter of explicitly sharing with God my concerns about what he too is concerned about in my life. Do you believe that? Do you believe that God is explicitly concerned, is is actually concerned about the things going on in your life? Do you believe that God is a good father who desires to give good things to you? Even in the midst of suffering, even in the midst of pain. Do you believe that your relationship with God is primarily based in relationship? Willard goes on to say, and of course he, that's God, is concerned about my concerns. And in particular, that my concerns should coincide with his. This is our walk together. Out of it, I 
pray. So our concerns as we walk intimately and relationally with God actually become the same concerns that he has. This is, you know, David praying in Psalm 37, grant me the desires of my heart. Delight yourself in the, uh, in the Lord and he will give you, grant you the desires of your heart. The more that we abide in Christ, the more that we learn to ask for the very same things that he's asking for. It's all about relationship. These three words, ask, seek, and knock. We can do this because he's first done these things in our life. Think about it. We love, John says, because he first loved us. In the same way, we can ask, we can seek, and we can knock because he has done that first in our life. We ask because he first asked us to follow him. We seek because he first sought us out. We knock because he first knocked on our doors, on the doors of our heart. Think about the famous verse in Revelation where Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. So I want to encourage you to read this passage today, Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 to 11, and ask these, these questions. Do the requests that you make emerge naturally from your relationship with God? Are they coinciding with your relational walk with God? As you just naturally talk to him throughout the day, are you bringing your requests out of an overflow of your relational intimacy with him? Secondly, how might asking and seeking and knocking help you avoid either the extreme of materialism or that of self-righteous asceticism. In other words, <laughs> I, I, I believe that the Lord um, has a path forward for us that's different than self-denial to the point of self-harm, but also a path forward uh, for us that's different than unchecked materialism, where we just live these consumeristic, driven lives where we need more and more and more. Jesus has a life of balance for us where we can practice self-denial, where we can give freely to the poor, where we can give generously to others around us, where we can deny ourselves some of the things that in our flesh we would want. But at the same time, know that as a good father, as a loving father, he desires to bless us and give us good things as well. There's a balance there that Christianity offers us that's really unique to the Christian faith. And thirdly, how might Jesus be offering us and you specifically, your family, your relationship with God, your relationship with your spouse or your children, how might God be offering you a path forward today through this teaching? I pray this is a blessing for you today. Be encouraged by the word of God. Go with God. Have a great day.